Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I feel like especially women, when they're single, they make a point of saying, I'm single. Mm. I'm going for a season of singleness. Mm. See me, well, I feel happy. like you're shading me. I'm happy in my singleness. I feel like you're shading me. Girl, if the shoe fit. It's interesting out in these streets. Let me tell you that for sure. Some people are crazy. Some <laughs> <laughs> people are crazy. All my money is mine. All my time is mine. All my energy is mine. And yes, I know you have a lot of love to give, but give it to yourself and give it to the people give who are existing around you. Do you have a you bucket? Do you have a you account? <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Two My Sisters podcast. I'm Renee. And I'm Courtney. And we're your online big sisters and hosts of the Two My Sisters podcast. Now we are all about promoting the wellness, growth and development of a community of sisters across the world. And in today's episode, we are going to be talking about dating from dating in a pandemic to discovering yourself whilst you are single we talk about our dating escapades Mm, our our lessons our mistakes but also just talking about how we are navigating dating successfully but also lessons that we've learned in romance whatever that may look like (laughs) no why does your face look so unconvinced Wow, 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 wow. Yeah, the girls said they wanted to know more about dating. So, so they wanted given, us to talk about We're giving the girls what they want. We're giving the girls what mm-hmm. they want. The sisters got to get what they need. Yeah, yeah. But just generally, dating has been um, one interesting minefield. Boy, but oh boy. before we even get into all of that <laughs> juiciness, right, we have a dilemma. Ooh. And this particular dilemma. Okay. Hello, somebody. Miss Renee. Yes, ma'am. Mm-hmm. You're going to hear it when I say it, but <laughs> <laughs> please don't roll it's your eyes into the back of your head. I'll try. Okay. Hey, sisters. Hey. I have a dilemma. Okay. Give Shout it to out us. to you two all the way from Kenya. Way. Thank you, baby We girl. love to see it. Big up um, our Kenyan listeners. I love that. Last week we heard from South Africa. Yeah. Well, two weeks ago we heard from South Africa. That's so nice. Okay. Shout out to the two of you all the way from Kenya. I love the podcast. Aww. Keep doing the Lord's work. Way. So I've been talking to the, this guy literally okay. every day for the past three months. Okay. I met him because he was recently hired at my workplace. We easily bounce off each other and quite frankly even everyone in the office is kind of asking questions Mm -hmm. and trying to push the agenda of us being together probably because they've seen how close we are and how kind we are to each other and I kind of wouldn't mind that to be true if they were together Mm. but the problem is that he has a girlfriend that's the obstacle even though he has a girlfriend i honestly don't even support that relationship because she's very toxic and doesn't treat him well at all he's always complaining about her and i don't see it being successful i low-key have started getting feelings for him and we literally call each other for everything but even if he has problems with his girlfriend she still exists and they're still together what should i do What if the feelings are mutual and he kind of likes me too, based on how much we talk and even if they end up breaking up, 
Do I want to be the rebound girl? Should I tell him how I'm feeling? Any advice will be highly appreciated. (laughs) That is today's dilemma. Is it really? And sis, in the kindest of ways. I just, yeah. I think, first of all, we want to preface. Disclaimer. Yeah, preface. The advice and the way that we're going to give it to you. Not give it to you. You've already started. (laughs) (laughs) The way that we're going to give it to you is how I would expect someone to give it to me, namely Courtney, or how I would give it to Courtney. Yeah. Respectfully, sis, you need to mind your business. With Um, all due respect. With all due respect. We are not homewreckers here. We are not... um, like charlatans we are not uh, we don't want to be breaking up nobody's relationship there's a couple of red flags already in the way that you (laughs) please (laughs) we're like three minutes in don't kill me with your face don't kill me i'm just trying to understand because i get it i've been in that same let's break it down let's break it down to the multiple red flags so the first we'll do deal with it step by step the first is you know what if he feels the same the fact that you don't have clarity on that and the fact that he hasn't said anything and the fact that you're trying to make the first move when excuse my language shit hits the fan people are going to be looking at you and you to blame for the breakdown of a relationship because you took the first step facts the ball is very much in his court The second red flag, I don't know about you, Courtney, but if I'm in a relationship with a guy, I wouldn't expect him to be complaining about me or gifting about me to his work This man lacks a lot of boundaries. A lot of boundaries, gifting about the problems in our relationship to everybody else but me. That should be a red flag to you, sis, much less a sign that, you know, you want to be with this guy. The fact that he has capacity to transcend those boundaries and talk to you about what is actually an internal affair or something that should be discussed more with more privately. care privately right 100%. Is, is very very problematic what else is a red flag there's they're just cropping up um, everywhere man i i completely agree you're somebody's work wife and in being somebody's <laughs> work wife you have to understand there are a lot of you wouldn't want your bae to have a work wife why because of this boundaries get crossed 100%. and feelings get blurred right yeah i completely agree with what you said if he liked you he would let you know it's not for you to initiate now saving him from a relationship that he hasn't made clear he wants to be saved from. This is true. And on top of it, even if he doesn't want to be in the relationship, he should take the responsible route of breaking up with his 100%. girlfriend before even leading you on. He is already making you the rebound girl. He's setting you up. He's priming you to be his rebound. 100%. That's You should be, if he wants you, you'll be his first choice. Mm-hmm. Right now, you're an option. And on top of it, you're option B. He's made his choice. Yeah. He's got a girlfriend yeah. and he's with her. you don't deserve that number two it is with all due respect it is not your place to agree or disagree or support their relationship and its success it has absolutely nothing to do with you love you to pieces and you may like this guy you may want the best from him sis you need to mind your business. Honestly. You need to mind your business on this one. This mm. is somebody else's relationship. Mm-hmm. And yes, he may have, like we, I said, and like we said, he's crossing so many different boundaries. 100%. Which are really unhealthy. And he's 
don't become over familiar with their relationship. You're not in it. Yeah. She doesn't know you. She hasn't welcomed you into this relationship for your opinion. Whilst you may be his friend, you are not her friend. Yeah. And so you need to stay out of this one. If his relationship is not going to be successful, let it run its course. And then you can come in because he'll be a single and a free man. But around here, we believe in the girl code. This is somebody else's man. <laughs> he can't be your man at the and same time. And the fact time. that you have gotten a picture of their relationship to be toxic, who yeah. was the one that gave you that picture? It was him. There's two sides to every story. Two and the fact sides. that you don't like her without knowing her is already a problem because yeah. you're literally believing in a narrative that's painted by somebody who has a stake in having you as option B. Yep. And that's a problem. Fact. And it, let's also yeah. deal with your um, colleagues as well who are, you know, talking about the fact that they might, you know, be asking questions yeah. or supporting you two together. What kind of body language and what kind of engagements have yeah. you guys been having in work that has this overstepped boundaries this is such that folks are asking you whether you this two should it. be together or they're, not? They're not asking you this out of prophetic coincidence. Yeah. They're not telling you. <laughs> no, because sometimes people keep asking me and you start to think, oh yeah, we do look to we good do together, look together. Because you're always together. That's why you look good together. It's confirmation bias. Yeah. You yeah. are showing and you're presenting like you're in a relationship that yeah. there's this... There's a friendliness that goes beyond a professional capacity. That's what people are reading, which means you've already crossed the boundary. They're not pushing you over it. You've already crossed it. And so, sis, we love you. We really do, honestly. It is out of love that we say this. If this man wants you, he'll let you know. Right now, he ain't letting you know. Ain't us, you should be asking the question to 100%. Let me not even assume what's going on in their, in their relationship. If their relationship was that mad, that bad, he would break up with her. Mm-hmm. He hasn't. And so you saying you don't think their relationship will be successful or not supporting their relationship, it doesn't make any difference. Yeah. No how. Mm-hmm. He has made his choice. 100. If he wants to be with you, he will choose you. But yeah, He's not choosing you right now. We definitely, as Courtney said, we definitely believe in girl code. And we say all of these things out of love because we genuinely think that you can thrive and flourish with somebody that genuinely loves you and deserves you. And we don't want you to be settling for option B. And even less, we don't want you to be the object of a destructive relationship. Like we literally do not want you to be the focus. Someone else's heartbreak. Absolutely this. We believe in girl code at TMS and girl code is you do not touch things that do not belong to you. You do not interfere in relationships that you are not a part of. And you go on your merry way. And it might be a thing where you need to redress some boundaries as well. Because quite respectfully, there are some, even some of like my male friends that are in relationships, Mm. there are some boundaries that you don't cross. Mm. Because you respect who they're with and you respect them. So please, I would say, I would actively encourage you to think about the boundaries that you could potentially set going forward, being very, very clear. um, And thinking about implementing some distance as well, potentially. Because as we said, do not become the object of anybody's heartbreak. It's please, not nice. Please. It's really not. Please. Yeah. Mm-mm-mm. That's tight, man. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. That's tight. Well, <laughs> <laughs> that is absolutely There's not tight. much else you can no, say about no. this. Sis, you need to step back. You must. You need to take a step back, respectfully so. Whilst I get an. Like even the questions, what if the feelings are mutual? He'll let you know. What if he kind of likes you too? He'll let you know. We talk so much. What if they end up breaking up? Then wait. That's that's, that's literally it. it. That's it. There's nothing you can do right now. This is somebody else's man. This Bro. is not a Brandy and Monica, the man, is, the boy is mine. He's is not. Not, not even a little He bit. has someone. Anyway, I could go on to about this for ages. Yeah. But there's really 
not that much to it, I don't think. No. Not to disregard your feelings. No. At all. But you do need to step back. Because thinking in the shoes of the other woman. This is what I'm saying. You can't, you cannot, like the way that this dilemma has been phrased, you can't absolve the man in this. At all. At all. At all. He has played an active part in leading you on. He has played an active part in divulging information around the privacy of their relationship. Mm. And he has purposefully created this vague, this sense of vagueness as to where you're at with him. Don't absolve him of all of the the blame. At all. You don't know the woman like that. And being in her shoes, imagining how she would feel if such a thing was to happen. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. We don't go there, sis. We don't. Because it's easy for you. You're not with him all the time. Yeah. You don't see certain parts of him that she sees of him, right? It's easy for you to think he's innocent. And even if he is innocent and she's toxic then he should have left a long time ago. 100%. But clearly he he has reasons to be in that relationship mm-hmm. unless he, she's holding him hostage. That's a call the police. <laughs> then you call the feds. <laughs> you have you, to call the feds. You've got to call the feds. But that's not what this is. Yeah. Um, and yeah, like Renee said, we could equally have received a dilemma from a girl being like, my boyfriend has a work wife. Mm. And we would have given the advice of, you need to talk to your man about setting boundaries. 100%. So we're going to, <laughs> that man needs to set boundaries with you. Yeah. That's all we can say. That's all we can say, man. I'm a bit heartbroken about yeah, this one. Yeah, no, know. but genuinely send in love because we know it's not easy, especially at when all, you like at someone all, 100%, as well. It's tight. 100%. But it's important, man. Those boundaries are important. 100%. Love you, sis. Lots of love, Obviously, You deserve better. Honestly, and you can do better. You can do way better. Okay, cool. But let's talk about dating then. Because clearly yeah. there's a whole bunch of higgy hagger going on yeah. in the dating scene. Yeah. How are you finding the dating scene at the moment? Think about we're p- kind of coming out of a pandemic, yeah. um, you know, a major part of history yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and the way that has kind of affected the dating scene and stuff. What's your, how are you finding the dating scene at the moment, sis? How am I finding the dating? <clears throat> um, what was that? Yeah, that was a whole noise. What was that? that? I didn't even know I was, <laughs> I was Mariah Carey there for a second. I don't know if you guys caught that little... <laughs> Um, I won't lie. It's tricky doing dating in the pandemic. So I yeah. think there's certain stages, right? There's the, you're in the pandemic, yeah. everything is shut. So for folks that actually live in the UK and listen to us from the UK for like, from, I want to say like Christmas time mm. up until like March time, mm. everything is shut. You yeah. can't go anywhere. Yeah, exactly. So if you do want to be seeing someone or dating someone or whatnot, it is quite ghetto because you can't go indoors. You can't, can't go, go outside. <laughs> you can't go outside because it's raining all the time. It's rubbish weather. Yeah. Apart from today. Today's hot. Oh, today's been yeah. great. Um, and then you don't really want to be inviting folks that you don't know like that to your house. Yeah. So it's been really tricky. You've had to, like, I would say that you've had to be very creative. Around yeah. I mean, the, the government stuff. only just made it legal to hug last week. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so. We are not incriminating ourselves <laughs> on this podcast. Thank you very much. Nope. Thank you. Thank nah, you. No, I guess we've been working um, anyway. So. But yeah, no, it's been tight. And I know it's been tight for a lot of people. I've been seeing such hilarious tweets recently. That's mm. like, I've only got one talking stage left in <laughs> me. me. We get married out of this ah. pandemic. Or, you know, we're going straight to the hotels as soon as they open. And you know what? I hear you. Yeah. It's been a long, painful, mm. boring experience but yet so many people have still found love this is true online dating this is true and i do think that if you do like someone Mm. like a lot Mm. you're willing to like be creative Mm. and there's ways that you can be creative too but 
you are willing to go the distance if you believe that there's a spark there. So true. If you're not, and that's not to, you know, dissuade anyone that's not like going the distance. It may be a thing where some folks actually just wait until Mm. to be able to go out and stuff because let's face it, spending quality time with someone that you like is key to dating. No one can downplay that. Facts. So if it is a case where you've actually had to put a couple things on hold, that too is fine because- Yeah, don't let anybody f- make you think that, oh, because, you know, this guy is not doing this for me. He clearly doesn't care about me. Mm. Maybe it's actually just not physically feasible. Yeah, yeah. This, thing, this is the thing about dating. You actually need to be in the mindset to start dating. Yeah. Like in the sense of you got to create time. You've got to be willing. <clears throat> like I've been shouting, oh, I want to get back in the dating scene. And I started talking to someone. I was like, I, I don't have time for this right now. <laughs> It's actually a lot of energy. That's what I mean. And you, you actually have to create room yeah. for it in your life. It's like you have to prepare yourself for it. I mean, I'm, I'm at a different stage now, but like you've got to create room for it and actively prepare for that. Yeah. Um, but the dating scene these days, oh, wow. Obviously the pandemic didn't really... The question becomes, where do you meet people these days? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because you can't really sit close to each other on transport. It's not like you're going into your workplace. No, you can't. Unless you're having after meeting Zoom meetings. How are you? After meeting Zoom meetings. Yeah, after meeting Zoom How are you going to meet someone at work? I'm tired. But at the same time, it's easy to say these things. Yeah. But really and truly, if you want something and you meet someone who's cool, you'll find a way, like you said. And we've all been able to navigate through communication and learning different ways of communication nowadays Mm -hmm. you just gotta put those efforts towards romantic relationships yeah yeah i think it's definitely about like again it sounds so like vague and blasé and stuff but Mm. cultivating lots of experiences and lots of relationships Mm. because sometimes we can zero in obviously make space for dating but don't like zero in like i must date like i need to go Mm. Uh, that's my one intention in everything that i'm doing like i'm going to the cafe and i'm gonna sit here because i know that you find someone i'm gonna find someone sometimes it's just by virtue of you being and doing you mm. and doing things that you actually enjoy that make you uncomfortable, mm. you start to meet folks. Yeah. So like, for example, for me, like going to lots of like, even virtual stuff that mm. I really enjoy. I've made a lot of relationships with like both girls, but a lot of guys that I'm just like, oh, this one's cute. Pretty cool. Like, oh, like, oh, we work well together on this, this thing. <laughs> you're kind of cute. Yeah. Or like, you're pretty good looking. Or yeah. If you do have like friends that might, have friends as well especially mm. like guy friends they're the plug shout out to the guy friends <laughs> um who are like if you make it known that oh you know i'm dating they might have a friend of a yeah. friend and all of that it's they basically about being with. exactly it's about being open and it. putting yourself in uncomfortable comfortable situations yeah. um not necessarily with always with the first intention of like i'm finding someone to date mm. but let me meet people you know let me create relationships let me be of value and naturally these things will start to come together mm. and then of course there's online dating um what are your thoughts on online dating have you ever done it i have yeah, oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. every time every i keep time forgetting about me, this yeah the saga, what are your <laughs> the saga of online dating yeah no i went through a period of i think when was it in like 2019 i did it in the states as well that was funny mm. that was so funny um Online dating is fun. It's mm. cool. I even know folks that have been, like gotten married and like had Same. kids and stuff that yeah. 
met online. I think online dating is good. Sometimes it's a bit hit and miss if your parameters are very wide. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You just need to be very clear about what you're looking for. But at the same time, don't be scared of nobody saying, I'm looking for marriage in your bio. Yeah. Nobody going to swipe right on you. Not on a dating app. Not on a dating dating app. But yeah, I think online dating was interesting for me because at the time that I did it, I was, I would say like two years ago, Mm. two, three years Mm. ago. So I was like very early 20s. Mm. I wasn't looking, I was looking for something serious, but then at the same time I was like, yeah, you know, I actually just want to meet people Mm. as well. Mm. And there's actually quite a lot of people like that who are not actually looking for anything serious. So you need to be aware of the fact that you may meet people who do not have the same intentions as that. you. And you need to be careful how you navigate those things because a lot of those folks can actually lead you on yes. to believing that this is serious until they yes. get what they want from you. Yes. So you need to make sure that your parameters when you're doing online dating, you've set them from the beginning. <laughs> make it clear what <laughs> you're looking clear. for. Make it clear. Set those yeah. parameters, the age and all that kind of stuff. Um, and also put put yourself put your best foot forward, Mm. but don't put a fake foot forward, Mm. right? Like a lot Mm. of us, especially as girls, tempted to put our best pictures, heavily edited, making ourselves look seductive and all of that kind of stuff. This man will meet you in person. And if you've misrepresented yourself, I don't know. I feel like guys, guys, like my men, I love you, but some of you guys do not know how to take a selfie and it's not doing you well. Some of you are handsome. Talk about it, sis. You guys are handsome. You be Talk out. We be it. out here. I'll be showing Courtney. I'll be like, oh, this guy is paying up. She'll. I'll show her the picture. She'll be like, Renee. I always say it like, <laughs> Renee, are you it's sure? unfortunate, but oftentimes <laughs> you have to give a disclaimer before you show your girls <laughs> the picture of the guy that you're dating because like, <laughs> men need to learn to how to take pictures. Was tilt the phone. Why? It's the cel- I feel like it's the selfies they get wrong. But you usually see men's profiles, I think, are full of like back camera photos, like yeah, pictures yeah, yeah. that people have taken of them. Even some of the poses they use, though. Have you seen the one that's like this? What's... <laughs> we need to leave that in 2010. That's two. That's a 2010 post. One other. Prayer hands. One other. One other. One other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah. That pose. <laughs> The mandem love that still. Yeah, we got to stop They it, love that. But yeah, um, coming back to online dating. <laughs> yeah. This is not giving guys the one they want and how to take photos. But please, but we guys, don't like that. We don't like that. Selfie, just, just raise the camera a little bit. Take it from the top, <laughs> not the bottom. I'm sure. Um, but yeah, I think online dating is great. It can mm. be hit and miss, but mm. be very, very specific about the parameters that you set. Yeah. Um, and also kind of be open as well. Yeah. You might be surprised with the kind of folks that you meet. This is it. And you might end this up liking one. I love online dating for the fact that, okay, I've really said that with a lot of enthusiasm. Yeah, I was like, you, spo- you sponsored <laughs> by, by Tinder? By yeah. Bumble? Um, <laughs> no, but like, I love the concept of online dating because I think it allows you to look for things which aren't, you're, I think we've spoken about this before, but that you're not regularly, often exposed to, mm, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. you meet people, different backgrounds, yeah. and people who aren't in proximity to you who you may not have ever gotten the chance. Like you were saying, if you want to date people, you've got to put yourself in uncomfortable, comfortable situations, right? Oftentimes, you've got to go out of your comfort zone or, you know, widen your parameters a bit on dating apps so you can find something that's not that common to you yeah. and explore and I think that's great. I think a girl needs options. I think it's fun. It can be fun as well. That's it. But I want to talk about that, actually. Mm-hmm. Do you think people put... Do you think people are dating... To, um, do you think there's a danger in taking dating too seriously? Yes. How do you have fun with dating then? Um, I think... Let's address it from 
the I guess generalized female perspective. Okay. Obviously, just disclaimer of you know everyone has their individual experience. Yeah, of course, yada, of course. Yada, yada, yada. Y'all already know. <laughs> For a lot of women, we tend to be very uh, exclusive minded straight off the bat. Okay, so we're like. I'm going to find one person. I'm going to date, okay, date, date, okay, date, date, date okay. them. Then we're going to get married okay. and babies. And that's the, one. the end. I found the one. Sometimes having fun with dating is just taking the pressure off of yourself to mm. find the one. And actually getting to know people and having a good time in the experience. I love yourself. that. Like some of the most interesting like first dates I've been on. Like where we've gone painting or when we've gone go-karting and when we've done xyz and some of these people i didn't end up in a relationship with i simply ended up as really good friends with and we had a great time yeah um not every date that you go on take the pressure off off of finding the one please you won't yeah you won't it takes time to build that kind of rapport so just actually enjoy the moment take the pressure off get to know the person and live yeah really really live and like Especially for those who have a more, like a a higher appetite for this. Really go and like, as we were saying, shop around. Go out with people Mm. you might not necessarily go out with. And this is not to say that, you know, because you know, preferences. That's a whole nother conversation in of itself, right? But if you're one of those girls that has like a shopping list of this guy must tick this box and this guy must Be flexible, babes. Be flexible. Yeah, be flexible. Be flexible. Like really, does he really have to be six foot five? Yes. Okay, I was about to say for me. Don't pose that really? question to me, oh, but no, I mean, to the girls. You, but you're five foot nothing. Does he really have to be six foot four? I've been saying it. Let me just Does say, yeah, to? it's the short girls that are messing up the balance. There's an imbalance in the streets. Listen, our smaller sisters, we ain't got nothing against you. We love you, tiny but mighty. Um. <laughs> you got to have to forgive my friend over here. <laughs> we love all of y'all, but it's okay to like have flexibility on these kind of things. Yeah, does he 100, really have 100. to be, does he really have but then, to be a doctor? But there are some non-negotiables. Oh though. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There are definitely some non-negotiables, but really look at your non-negotiables. Are they non, are they like value based? Yeah. Are they character based? Or are they all just, he has to make this amount of money. Yeah. He has to be this tall. He has to be in this um, tax bracket. Yeah. He has to be decompressed. <laughs> Not you know, decompressed. Breathe it, breathe it, breathe it, breathe it with me. Breathe. <laughs> because i know there's some sisters i'm not lowering my standards for anybody and it's not necessarily lowering your standards it's evaluating what are the benchmarks that you've put why are they there are they arbitrary and also do you match up and it also begs the question i was having this conversation with another friend Mm -hmm. does this shopping list character when you're going dating Mm. right does your preference prefer you are you your type's type this is the ministry of Kevin Samuels. <laughs> Are you your type's type? And as Stop much it. as I kind of dislike this man, <laughs> yeah. I was about to say despise, but I despise know, is I know, as I know, much, I know. He has a point. Are you your type's type? type. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's anything wrong with working to be your type's type. Yeah. Or just changing your expectations yeah. slightly yeah. to be more realistic and realistic isn't about crushing anyone's dreams but get the disney complex out your mind you're not the one 
to beat the odds. Yeah. And, and yeah. some of you are saying, God forbid to that. I get it. I get it. But the stats are the stats for a reason. Okay. So you got to think, are you your type's type? And you can have so much fun with folks that are like, you know, one standard. Or, this is or it. This or. is it. This so is he's it. six foot instead of six foot four. So he's five eleven. Four inches is a lot. Hey, 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 hey. One inch we could get. Two so inches, he's five eleven, but he's put six foot in. There you five. go. <laughs> so he's five, five ten. Eight. We could even stretch that. Exactly. But I mean, that's no. But it's true though. It's like, true. It's true. if you want someone tall, taller than you, it's different to wanting someone who is six five, unless you're like six foot or six yeah. four or whatever. Even that. But if like, you five foot taller than you is five six. Exactly. Accept it. Exactly. And it's actually fine. Like, there's a lot of like there's a lot of guys that I've dated who have been like same height. If like slightly taller. why is height such under? a big thing for that's the even girls, a good, that's a good question yeah it's rooted in patriarchy go there debunk um it's rooted in patriarchy I was, what, what was i about to say the word what's the educate us educate us it's rooted in patriarchy um historically <laughs> uh, <laughs> do you know back in the day especially in the west men used to wear heels to make themselves look taller mm. but it's all about like the fact that for men when you are presenting as a masculine man, yeah. you have broader shoulders. The protector. The protector, right? The protector is always someone that's perceived to be physically of stature, yeah. of larger stature, of yeah. larger frames. So it was always the taller men that were more respected in society generally. Yeah. Um, and before it became just a pure like vanity metric, that was genuinely one of the traits that masculine men had to have. Yeah. He needed to be taller. And now it's more so a lot of ladies will just say, oh, he has to be taller than me so I can wear heels. Mm. We've heard you, we've seen mm. it. Mm. We've seen it. We've come, we're coming from, for you today. We've seen it. Um, and also the whole idea of like, you want your, the, you know, the, the olden day idea of patriarchy, you, you want your man to look more, again masculine or larger mm. than you or present well when he goes you know into out, a room or yeah. whatever when he goes out when you're out with him he looks yeah. like the man amongst man. all other men exactly you don't want to be looking for him <sighs> well that's their personal problem exactly sure. you're fine but the thing is short men are getting married to this so is it and short there's absolutely men are nothing and having fun. there's fun. nothing they're out here having fun yeah. and like let's also be realistic about the fact that what the average height for men is like between the five nine to five eleven range yeah 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 the average height for women is between the five four to five seven range yeah so there actually isn't that much of a deep di- we're not going to statistically not everybody is statistically likely to marry somebody that's six two and basketball height 100 percent. and that's actually that's fine. all right but that's only one instance of just your preferences exactly. just inspect your preferences and see what are they rooting in but also have flexibility that's all we're saying open yourself up to the possibility of finding someone who you're compatible with who doesn't fit everything on your list i've heard a lot of people testify that the person that they're with who they literally believe is their like the one they wouldn't have wanted to do life with anyone else is nothing like what they asked for yeah they weren't on the shopping the irony but yes let's talk then about what about the girls who aren't dating then yeah right Mm -hmm. How did they enjoy being single? Because mm. I think for a lot of people, the ambition is I need to be dating because I don't want to be single, right? Yeah, and a lot yeah. of people, you know, serial date, which there's nothing wrong with at all. But more so, I'm talking about the girls who they're taking a break or they feel like the only reason why they would be dating at the moment is fear of being alone, Yeah, right? Yeah. What? How do you enjoy your singleness? This is a very big passion topic of mine. Yeah, so I'm really yeah. excited to talk about it. Um. I would say use it as an opportunity to really get to know you first. Yeah. Of all. What do you like? Date yourself, really. Go out, it. spend money on yourself. Um, 
really get to know you. Like I, like personally for me, like in seasons of singleness, I really enjoy like buttering up myself. <laughs> you know, like really just reminding myself. Really reminding myself of yeah. wow, I am a catch. You know, yeah. I am. <laughs> I love it. I am. I am a prize. Yeah. Babe. I am. Yeah. I like myself. Um, and really get to know yourself. Do things you enjoy. Go on solo holidays. Go to the cinema. Really fall in love with spending time with yourself. Yeah. The first thing that I would say is key to enjoying, like, not dating at the I moment. I love that. Next is really make use of your community. Mm. So we spoke about this in our last episode about the power of friendship and, you know, all of that kind of stuff. Now, this isn't to go and bombard your friends, but enjoy going to lunches and brunches and <laughs> yeah. all that kind of stuff. You can go on friendship dates too. Yeah. How many times I've literally been like to Courtney, we're going to brunch. He's like, yeah, we're down. Well, like some of my other friends, guys, let's go do this. They're down. You don't always have to be dating or be with someone romantically to enjoy your time. Life. This is There's it. no need for it. This and you have it. a whole community of people, your siblings. When was the last time you went out with your siblings? <sighs> You're literally saying everything that's in my brain. When was the next time? When was the You're last time? Everything that's in my brain. You're talking about, you know, going out with guys, but the last time you went out with your sibling was two years ago, if that. And that was for a family birthday meal. <laughs> You've never, actively, <laughs> you've never actively said, hey, sis, let's go out and catch, yeah. you know, lunch. Or, hey, bro, yeah. you know, your family's there. When was the last time you went out with your mother? This is it. Your father. <laughs> your mother. Because these people are not going to disappear when you, you know, find a spouse. In fact, they're going to be there, it. present, looming. This is it. This is it. Go out with this them. This is it. One, when you're single, it doesn't mean you're condemned to a life of loneliness um and i think a lot of people see it as i'm not in a romantic relationship so i can't have something that's satisfying Mm. and fulfilling like you just described there are so many other relationships in your life that you can work on that just aren't romantic yeah but are as equally fulfilling you are living in a community learn to give and i think also one thing that i've been learning a lot in being single Mm. is learn how to sacrifice but also know how to enjoy the fact that you can be selfish yeah and i think that that's like one big thing in, in learning that okay in dating you've got to give people time you've got to give all this energy and all of that which is not bad at all sometimes it's great to just realize i'm in a time where i can all my money is mine all my time is mine all my energy is mine and yes Let i know me. you have a lot of love to give but give it to yourself and give it to the people give who are existing around you do you have a you bucket <laughs> do you have a you account no because this is the thing when yeah. people are going on dates and stuff or thinking about I mean, the that's other my person entire debit account, bruh, all that money is I'm mine <laughs> yeah. they be out here and like it's actually a beautiful thing definitely a beautiful thing i've learned is like the power of giving and yeah. sharing when yeah. you do have somebody to share that with however when you don't that's all yours yeah and that's great that's all yours and obviously like we talk about you know budgeting and investing yeah. and yeah, all of that yeah. kind of stuff but the leftover stuff is yours. And you know what you should do? Get Treat the, yourself. Get the new dress. Treat yourself. Go with your bad self. Treat yourself. Go and go, go on holiday. It. Go buy yourself a nice perfume. Go to the cinema. Bruh. Do something that makes you happy. And don't wait for anyone to come and make you happy. This You've got it. to find that within yourself this so that you it. set precedent. Set precedent this in your is life. It. This is absolutely it. Because I, like, I personally know... There are women who expect nice things because they give themselves nice things. You ain't going to come and drop that bar. (laughs) The bar is up here. The bar is here. 
Yeah. Yeah. 100%. I love that though. I think using your singleness to find yourself, discover yourself, like you said, date yourself and understand yourself is super important. Yeah. Um, and however long that, like just find the beauty in that season. But then how do you balance that enjoying being single with your desire to date? Mm. I think first of all, don't try and deny that you seek companionship. This is it. Because I think when you're single, yeah, I feel like especially women, when they're single, they make a point of saying, I'm single. Mm. I'm going for a season of singleness. Mm. See me, well, I feel happy. like you're shading me. I'm happy in my singleness. I feel like you're shading me. Girl, if the shoe fit. But I don't think that's what I've been doing. I'm screaming. <laughs> I'm trolling, girl. I'm trolling, I'm trolling. But there are definitely a lot of women that they wear their singleness mm. without admitting that they would like companionship. Like mm. their singleness seems like their personality trait. Mm. Whereas I feel like with guys, <laughs> with guys, they're single, but you don't hear the announcement that they're single. Do you get mm. what I mean? And I think, you know, I don't know how many times we're going to mention patriarchy in this. Maybe keep a tally for us. In the comments <laughs> or something. But it does, you know, the way that society is, um, or has been for a long time, yeah. a woman's relationship status has been very, very important in determining her value. Yeah. So the fact that, you know, you're single and having to make, feel like that's an announcement, yeah. like feeling that you have to enjoy being single as if being in a relationship adds in a way that you, like you simply cannot replicate or really enjoy whilst you're being single. Mm. is quite sad. Mm. I think the key to really enjoying singleness and um, balancing that out with um, companionship is really admit that you want companionship yeah first of all it's yeah. actually okay to desire being with somebody that's cool yeah i want to be with somebody courtney wants to be with somebody that's cool that's calm but don't make that your focus yeah right now and really focus that energy on yourself and bettering yourself i love that and really valuing yourself and even use it as an opportunity to self-evaluate because mm. i think many of us think that yeah we're working on ourselves we're working on ourselves but we don't really evaluate how well we're doing what we said we've set out to do in our season of singleness Mm. so really evaluate okay so you said that you know you're going to work on um you know your character yeah how How are you doing that how have you been doing especially for the folks that have actually come out of a relationship relatively recently yeah because that can be the time where you're like oh i'm single now and it's like i've announced i'm single i want to get back into a relationship because i know the perks (laughs) the perks are still on my heart like damn you know i had my what do you call it? All of my free Chipotle and all yeah, that kind of stuff. I am screaming. I in a the free meals. The free food was yeah. great. Um, you know, the companionship, all of that good stuff. And now that I'm single, I want to jump straight back, back in, in because I desire companionship. Yeah. So really taking enough time out to evaluate where you are, um, evaluate your values, mm. um, work on your character because that's important. Yeah. Um, and don't underplay your desire for companionship. That's 100%, okay. Live 100%. With it. It's okay. But Miss yeah. Courtney, please. No, I I completely agree. I think also don't make your desire for companionship be the driving force for your change though. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of times when you're single and you're getting to the point where this is less so for people who are freshly single, but more so you're in a place where you're single and you desire to have a relationship you kind of ramp up your personal development yeah. in hopes that it will bring a spouse <laughs> or coming. bring a dating partner. Exactly. And I think that in that though, you've got to be careful to now not in decentering your identity, like you're saying, 
being single is not your identity, right? Mm-hmm. But in sometimes in order to remove that part of your identity, people will now make their central focus being in a relationship. Yeah. And they become obsessive or oh, I, I, idolatrous in a sense. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's dangerous, right? And I guess we, we can go in and then talk about how to detach your value from your relationship status, whether you are single or in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Because oftentimes in like, this relationship goals culture and all of that. It's so easy to think if I'm in a relationship, then it's proof that I am worthy of companionship. I think we'll talk about this in the last episode, but yeah, like it's so easy to look at romantic relationships as a stamp of worth and of value when that's actually not what they're there Mm -hmm. for. Like that's not their Mm -hmm. ideal purpose. And looking at the relationships that you already have existing and seeing that they actually affirm that you are valuable yeah, right yeah it's so important and also having that intrinsically and then from that place wanting to share that with somebody mm. is way healthier for you because you don't want to be running out of your singleness because of fear of being single forever yeah. right and you don't want to be running into a relationship for that same reason you want to be free and that's not to say you know don't get into a relationship because you don't want to be single that's not it what we're saying more so or what i'm saying more so is have a healthy view of um, relationships. And I think oftentimes developing a healthy view of a relationship is easier done when you're not in one. Yeah. You know, developing yourself and developing your understanding. And this is why friendships are so important because you still need to understand people. You still need to understand the way, especially men or the opposite sex or um, the people that you are attracted to, Sha. (laughs) (laughs) You need to understand the way that they think. And the Mm. best way that you do that is by talking to loads of people and so don't shut yourself off from making friends i think oftentimes you can be single and think yeah no new friends and no 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 actually it's a great time to make friends like this is a great time to just get to know people expand your network um and connect with people that you've never connected before and it Mm. might not be romantic or it might lead to romance and this is why it's important to realize that romance can grow from friendship yeah, and so and start investing 100%. in friendships and let that be your first step i want to invest in friendships um so that's what i'd say about enjoying your singleness like and dealing with the frustration of wanting to date and being single but i also think it's important i'll just talk from personal experience when you've been single for a long time yeah you become kind of selfish about your time mm, your resources mm-hmm. your efforts all of that there actually is a mindset shift that needs to happen to now open yourself up to allow allow someone in romantically. And I didn't think it would be that hard, but oh my days. Yeah, girl. I feel like people don't, really let you know that transition of all my time is mine all my money is mine. I do what I want to do. Selfishness in a great way. Yeah. But now I've got to think about you. Yeah. And what you like and what you don't like. and When you're busy and when I'm busy and when you're free and when I'm free and what you like and what I like, all of it, you've got. And it's on a, it's ramped up. You can say, oh, but Courtney, you've been a friend. Like, of course I've been a friend, but I don't need to talk to her 24 seven. We can go days without talking to each other, but that would not build a functional romantic relationship. you've got to talk to them every day. Exactly. And on top of it, I've known this girl for nearly 10 years. I'm trying to get to know somebody. We can't just be messaging each other every three days. I've actually got, to talk to you and sometimes that is tiring it is yeah not because you're tiring but because <laughs> not because 
<laughs> but because I'm not used to it. Yeah. And I think that that's something you also need to start opening up yourself to. Mm-hmm. And having, I love what you you say all the time about just to have fun in dating because we can put so much pressure on it mm-hmm. in developing. Like, for example, with myself, why well, I feel like this is just me having a therapy session. That's okay, girl. With Come myself, on, for the last couple of years, I've been really improving the way I think about marriage and, and the way I view healthy relationships and it, my belief that they even exist. Mm-hmm. And also working on myself. And it's so easy to take all of those things into a relationship like here I am I've worked on myself what have you done to work on yourself and forget that not everyone has been on the same journey you have been at the same time you've been on it definitely and so you've got to kind of just sit back and just learn people love people laugh with people um and have fun have fun dating don't be afraid to flirt don't be afraid to start something and then end it (laughs) okay don't be afraid to you know that it's not that the next person that comes is going to be prince charming and that's not what you should be expecting either just connect and when it happens it happens take the pressure Mm. off take the pressure off yourself as well you're not performing either i think that's another thing like i've worked on myself and now i should show all of that fruit nah this is just another part of your personal growth and also don't see singleness as a uh as you were, oh, I think you hit the nail on the head when you were talking about the fact that many of us prepare to be in relationships. Like our sole driving force is, I'm going to be in a relationship. Mm. Let me develop myself now. Mm. Like that can't be the sole reason for your personal development whilst you're being single. Yep. You cannot, you are not, in your, your singleness is not an audition to be somebody's wife. This is it. It's not. This is it. it no. This is it. That would be a waste of time. This is it. You're not auditioning. You're being yourself. Because it means the next guy that comes out is he husband? Is he? And is that's he? but that's a lot of people's mindsets though when they're dating. It's like there's this internal and external pressure because of patriarchy, because of culture, because of tradition yeah. that says you need to get married ASAP or you need to get with someone ASAP. Like you don't want to be alone. And so many of us fear our own company. Yeah. Free yourself. Free. Please. Like Free. learn to love Free. your own company. Um, and that's not to say. <laughs> be single forever as your challenge absolutely not Imagine. but in the sense that just learn to be content with the idea that right now I'm on my own mm. right and it's not that I'm lonely it's just that I'm not in a romantic relationship I still have friends I still have family I still have community it's just I might not be being intimate with people mm. or having that close of a romantic relationship yeah and that's fine you ain't gonna die that is perfectly perfectly fine and it also that doesn't reflect on your value either Mm. just because you're not in a relationship doesn't mean you're not worthy of one and i think that that's or even that framing am i worthy of a relationship a relationship is not a relationship is a site of work it's not a gift and i think that that's where a lot of us go wrong Mm. we view a relationship as a instead of seeing it as an opportunity to show ourselves different parts of ourselves and an opportunity to work at something. Yeah. We see it as a gift given to That's us. Been given. That's not what that is. You've got to make that one work. Really do. With anybody, nobody is going to come perfectly packaged. Yeah. You've got to work for it. You got to work, work, work it out. So in that then, I guess to get into our tales of dating, what have been some of your biggest dating mistakes and girls yeah. you can tell us in the comments too yeah but what have been some of your biggest dating mistakes but also your biggest lessons about yeah. dating um and that kind of precursor and when we say dating we're talking about like in a relationship but it's casual but also just dating around trying to you know get to mm-hmm. know people mm-hmm. what have been your biggest mistakes and your biggest lessons okay so the first one is taking things too seriously too quickly mm. um i think yeah just growing up 
very much around the whole idea of, you know, a woman's worth is in her marriage mm. and you need to be with someone ASAP Rocky and seeing every single <laughs> candidate that was, is he the one? Yeah. Could this be the man? Yeah. Could this be my Prince Charming? And taking things too seriously because for a lot of guys that scares them off. Mm. A lot of guys really do take their time with the dating process mm. or like with being with girls that they're actually serious about. So having that added pressure yeah. and just putting undue or unwanted pressure straight out of the bat it's just not going to work out mm. in the long term because things that you see exhibited whilst you're like dating will not let up when you're married. Mm. And yeah, that was definitely something I just needed to chill basically with the dating. Like it's not everybody, that, it's not everybody that's that will buy you drink, you'll marry, you it's, know? It's real. So that's definitely the first one. And then the second is overlooking red flags because I wanted to be serious. Mm. I think that many of us, because we, again, the whole narrative of the long suffering wife and how you've got to build with somebody and you, like we've said in various episodes, this is not build a bear. This is not, you know, house of cards. Sorry. This is not, you can't build a man and you can't change a man either. This is something, listen, there's one thing that I've learned in dating. You cannot change a man. You can help him. You can support him, but you cannot change him. Facts. You cannot change a man that does not want to be changed. This is it. So if he's exhibiting something to you that you don't like or something that you feel you cannot overlook, pay attention because you cannot change it. Yeah. You cannot. He can change it, but you cannot be the one to change it for him. So if you, like for me in dating, I've seen red flags. I've overlooked them. Had this good runs, but they didn't <laughs> last because the red flags popped Went, up. Yeah. Crimson. Oh, so that's lovely. definitely another thing that I've learned in the dating process. Um, another thing that I've learned from like dating relationships in general. Mm. Um, be Really be friends with the person. Mm. Like we've spoken about it in our last um, episode as well, but you, I genuinely believe that you cannot be in a relationship with someone that you're not friends with. Yeah. Because what will you talk about? Is it every, like, I get there's the whole, you know, sexual intimacy or the, like, you know, attractive, physical attraction and stuff. But sometimes you won't have that. When yeah. you're on the phone, what do you talk about? What is the meat and bones of your, of your relationship? Yeah. And there's actually quite a lot of folks out here that are not looking for those kind of relationships. But those are the ones that stand the test of time. Yeah. Because... Physical attraction is fleeting. And oh, there's going to be times where your partner is actually not looking their best. This is it. They're going to be out here with, you know, I ain't going to say nothing. Wait, what? I ain't going to say nothing. What? <laughs> I ain't going to say nothing, girl. Uh-uh. That's how I'm you know she was anything. about to do trouble. Yeah, I was about Real to do trouble some again. Um, <laughs> there's going to be times where you're not looking your best. Yeah, either. yeah. And you can't, if you're not friends... And your relationship is based purely on physical attraction and sexual intimacy. It will not stand the test of time. Because mm. the moment that you're in your bonnet, that man will be looking elsewhere. Or the moment that he's in his do-rag or the moment that he hasn't got his trim, mm. you'll be looking elsewhere. Mm. and wondering why he's so unkempt. <laughs> when really, he's just having a, he's having a long time. Yeah. So that's super important. Yeah. And I think the last thing that I will say before I pass over the mic to you. You need to communicate your values and expectations early. Mm. Don't wait. But then how do you do that and not scare a man off? Um, I think first of all, like enjoy the whole dating process, you know, go for dates, have fun, couple dates in. Um, and then you can start asking questions one by one. Obviously don't line them up for him. 
unless it's natural and you have <laughs> like that a little rapport, interview but don't yeah. line it up for it like make it as natural as possible like as you're trying to find out more about each other just be open and honest and say hey like i really do see this going somewhere yeah i'm really interested in you. yeah i would like to know if there's any synergy in yeah. our values and here's a couple things that i was thinking about and you might be surprised there's been some times where i've done that and the guy has actually responded and said hey like these are the things that i was thinking of what are your thoughts on this and it actually works out really really well mm. so it's kind of, that's why it's important to have fun in the beginning of the dating mm. process because even if that conversation ends up with you two parting both ways at least you still have that rapport and that friendship and you had a good time and you had you a chopped good well time. you had some nice drinks you played some crazy golf <laughs> you, you have experience some bowling, you have experiences as well yeah um, so I would definitely say as early as possible after having fun and building that rapport, make sure that you communicate about your values, about yeah. everything, because you don't want to get to a place where you find out in 10 years down the line when you're married that he's been a drug dealer or you don't want to find. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to find out that you've married James St. Patrick from power and you didn't know. Or Ted Bundy. Or Ted Bundy. <laughs> do you get? Do you understand? You don't want to find out that you've married somebody that's mad. Yeah, hundred. And you didn't know. 100. So definitely be, and also be unapologetic about communicating your boundaries and your values. Because mm. sometimes you can feel like, oh, like, like you're nervous to communicate things that are important yeah. to you. Yeah. Um, a classic one might be, for example, for women, it's often around sex. Oh yeah, right? yeah. It's yeah. like. Some women may not feel comfortable having sex until a particular point in yeah. the relationship. Some folks do up celibacy like we do. You need to be clear about that because you don't want to get to a space where you're just misaligned. Yeah. Because it can end badly. Oh, say it again. Really badly. Say it again. Sexual intimacy, we really underplay it, but it's important. Necessary. Necessary. And it begins. Like you said, from as soon as you want to start taking this relationship seriously, we got to talk about this. We have to. We got to talk about this. And we also got to understand, anyway, we'll talk about that maybe in a relationship episode or something. But understanding your partner and, and setting those boundaries that are in alignment with mm. the both the way you both receive intimacy is mm-hmm, really important. Mm-hmm. But we'll talk about that one day. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I love those lessons, man. They're so similar to mine. Mm. You can't you can't raise a man. Ain't here to mother a man. No, um, but also have fun. Like I think for a long time, my mindset was, I want to be with someone. I want to be with someone. Mm. Girl, I just want to have fun out in the streets. I want to make friends. I want to get to know people. And I think just generally we can put so much pressure on relationships. Yeah, and it's like nah, you know, no one's running anywhere. Bruh. Let's have a conversation. Let's get to know each other. Let's enjoy our youth. <laughs> Let's enjoy this ourselves. Let's enjoy what we have. Um, and when things evolve from that, that's what will be beautiful about mm. it, the evolution, rather than forcing it to happen. Mm, mm, mm. Um, but also, I think one of the biggest mistakes I've made in dating yeah. is not realizing... Why are you looking at me like so that? I was, I was tuned in. <laughs> I was like, I'm I was about to say, wait, what did I do? <laughs> that was, I was... <laughs> I think, uh, yeah one of the biggest things i've uh, uh mistakes that i have made is not realizing that i have not ge- i was talking about this the other day with yeah. one of our friends yeah. i have not been given the vibe or the the energy of someone who wants to be in a relationship like like what you were saying like it's very easy to just be like yeah i'm single that's it but it's mm. like okay but be open to yeah. a relationship and i think 
it's not because mentally I was like, no relationships. No, it wasn't anything like that, but it was more so, like I said, I'm very, I have been very selfish with my time and my energy and stuff like that. So whenever you, you, I talk, I would talk to people, yeah. they were like, you just seem so busy. You just seem so like, you know what you want. And yeah. it's like, I am all of those things, but I can't, I also need to communicate that I can create time for someone else. Mm. Like I think, and the thing is, it's not just in romantic relationships. It's also been in personal friendship, mm. um, even work opportunities. People would just be like, you just seem so busy. And it's like, I am, but I can create room for things which I love. And in this case, if I want to date you, I can create room for you. If I want to work on that project, I'll create room for it. Like I can create room for things, but I've been realizing that people make a lot of assumptions about you. So you actually have to be very proactive in the way that you present yourself yeah. and the way yeah. um, that basically the energy that you're giving off and what you're communicating with 100%. your, with your life, you know? your whole life with your whole life because it's your personality it's your words it's your how welcoming or unwelcoming you are um all of that people respond to that your body language all of that all of it that's what I'd say. What my, yeah, my mistakes and my lessons. That was a hefty one at the yeah. end there. But yes, yeah, sis, let us know how your dating life is going. We actually want to know all about it. Mm-hmm. And you can let us know, like, how are you finding the dating scene? And what have been your biggest lessons and mistakes? Because we know you have some stories. We know you have we some know advice. But more importantly, we know you have some wisdom to share with the sisters. And so we want to hear you down in the comment section. If you are listening to us on Spotify or Apple, you can run over to YouTube or you can go and join us over on Instagram instagram at to my sisterhood and just let us know what your thoughts are engage with some of the content and the conversations we're having over there Um, and if you want to come and see us well yeah see us i guess a visual platform (laughs) if you want to go and see us or talk to us individually then you can at us at renee kapuku and at cd boating yes and don't forget, we're also active on Twitter. So <laughs> at to my sisterhood is the handle. Share your thoughts, your hashtags, your dreams, your commentary. Lastly, before we leave you, sign up to that mailing list. Girl, where you been at? I can't believe we have to say this every single episode. <laughs> it's like, guys, come on now. But please do sign up to our weekly mailing list so you can get the goodies and the DL on all of our content, our yeah. thoughts and the things that we love to share on a weekly basis. We'll talk to you very, very soon. And remember, keep glowing and growing. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.